right, guys. Welcome to the Harmonics Podcast. Another episode on your way. Uh, we've got a big group today, actually. We've got some new employees. We've got some regulars. Um, but we're going to start out with a, a little treat, something we don't usually do, but uh, we've uh, set up a pretty exciting interview with a couple of comic book creators from Oni Comics. And Aaron Trites is going to take us away forthwith. I think, uh, I think you're underselling it, Pope. I think it's a big treat. What did I say? You said uh, a little treat. Yep. It's the biggest treat. The Sorry. biggest treat. The biggest treat we have ever had. Uh, we are joined by Rick Spears and Chuck Beebe um, of the Oni Comics graphic novel Black Metal 2. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Great. Good. Good. <laughs> um, to clarify, we don't do a lot of comic stuff on the podcast, um, but when we had talked to Charlie, Charlie Chu of Oni Comics, um, he had pitched us on talking to you guys about black metal because it is like so closely tied to music culture, which is like very much what we end up talking about on the podcast. Um, Absolutely. Right on. So one of the, uh, one of the things that I wanted to, to talk about first, um, to, to give people a little bit of a, a little bit of background, um, you've already got black metal volume one under your belts. Yes, sir. And yep. volume two is actually coming out tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it's coming out tomorrow in some places, and then and then next week in other places. Uh, uh, I don't really understand why, but that's what they tell us. Cool. <laughs> uh, so by the time this podcast comes out on Friday, everyone should have either already <laughs> bought it or already have it pre-ordered. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so do you guys want to give a, a, a quick little recap of uh, of the story for for Black Metal to clue people in? Uh, I'll let Rick handle that. He's the storyman of the group. <laughs> well, um, the, the the sort of the short sell of it is that it's about these these kids, Sam and Sean Stronghand, and they get this black metal record by a band called Frost Axe, and when they play it backwards, it sort of transports them into this weird alternate space where they get this magical super sword um, and go to hell to take over. That's and that sort of covers a lot of what happened in the first book, um, and then in the second book we sort of expand out in the world from there. Well, and honestly, what what more would you need than that pitch <laughs> right there? <laughs> um, just imagine like every every uh, heavy metal like album cover artwork just infused into this world, you know, Vikings, yeah. demons, whatever. It's all there. <laughs> well, I think one of the the coolest things is that that you guys um, that you guys managed to touch on like all of those archetypes of metal uh so so easily and, and a lot of the, the stuff that we talk about in the rock band community one of the uh one of the quotes that, that comes up a lot is that like talking about music is like dancing about architecture uh and that there's not really like uh, a reasonable analog like was it difficult for you guys to uh to kind of sum up black metal in uh in something other than like a metal album well like I mean, it's, for me, for like the story, I, I worried less about trying to, I don't know, it, it, like explain it or, or critique it and just sort of ran with kind of how it made me feel, you know, like especially when I was younger and, and like, like some of the first times that I heard, you know, either just metal in general or different bands that really sort of blew me away. I just tried to run with that sort of feeling, that energy that you get from it. Um, and, then, and then in the art, Chuck, I mean, he just splashes ink all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I just throw wherever it falls is fine. I think, um, I, yeah, I think it's it's always it's kind of been a thing that I've talked about a lot to people, and people always ask you how how do you show 
music or sound or anything in, in, in comics and drawing and stuff like that. And uh, it is kind of a challenge, but it's also kind of fun. You know, I'm always listening to the music while I'm working, so it all influences me. And sort of, I want the artwork to have a some sort of melody that you can pick up. And it's like not super, like you don't have to love metal necessarily. Listen to the metal that we're like talking about to read the book. Uh, but there's kind of an overall sensibility of what metal is and what it means and the attitude and stuff. And that is kind of maybe a little more universal than, uh, than the music itself, just the content and the, the ideas behind it and the community aspects. So like it's, it's trying to infuse that, but also to somehow kind of show music or show sound. And that's sort of an abstract idea, but it's, uh, it's a challenge and it's fun. I mean, I don't, I hope it worked. <laughs> I, I definitely think it did. I, I think that you guys did an awesome job of uh, capturing that that delicate balance. Uh, n- not that there's much that's delicate about metal, um, <laughs> but that that careful line between like the brutal and the hilarious. Uh, I guess like <laughs> right. even in uh, looking at the preview um, and and people listening to the podcast, you'll be able to to check out the first twenty pages of Black Metal Volume Two. Um, on the uh, on the page below the podcast link, um, within the first three pages, you guys have angels falling out of heaven into volcanoes, and then <laughs> like three pages later, uh, you have uh, the kids getting attacked by like swarms, like this this weird Beelzebub horde, and uh, and they're running around yelling, "Protect your orifices!" Uh, and I think that that's like a really good example of that like very metal balance of the ridiculous and the sublime yeah we don't we don't really have to worry about going over the top we just hang out up there (laughs) (laughs) right yeah Uh, it's uh it's 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 a cool thing i think uh, i i'm a huge huge metalhead i listen to a lot of metal so it's genuinely like something i like and i and i think that there is something so you have to find like something like that comedic, but you also, like it's th- those same aspects that are so cheesy that I also so genuinely love that I kind of genuinely geek out on like, like the, uh, the, the band immortal. Like these guys are these larger than life, like <laughs> wrestler looking like maniacs, you know, playing guitars, running around on the mountaintops in Norway. And like, of course it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of awesome. You know, they're doing <laughs> They're doing exactly what they want, and they're doing it their way, and, and they they put a lot of heart into it. On the other hand, like I happen to have heard a lot of stories where they are kind of like a little tongue-in-cheek in the way that they talk about it. Like They know it's kind of goofy, but it's also a lot of fun. Sure, sure. And, and I think that that's something that's very unique to the metal community. Um, like I, I don't think that you could do... Uh, that you could do a graphic novel or certainly not a graphic novel series about a lot of other musical subcultures. Like even even though black metal isn't like specifically rooted to the music, like you said, you don't have to have a like an intimate uh, working knowledge of like what mayhem is up to these days uh, to kind of like get what's going on in the book. Um, did did you guys like naturally come to uh, come to black metal like? Because uh, because of like the shared interest in music, or is this uh, something that just kind of like came out of thin air? Well, I I, I met Chuck at the the Ape, the Alternative Press Expo, uh, sort of an indie con in San Francisco, um, and he was showing me his portfolio, and I saw sort of a proto drawing of, of Sean and Sam, and I was like, that looks cool, <laughs> and I just I just sort of 
sort of got what he was going for in that drawing right away, and we and we started talking about it. And uh, I mean, I've always been in the middle too. I I, I have a, a sort of very varied musical taste. I'm kind of all over the place, but um, but it was something I always wanted to explore and 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 get deeper into. Um, and uh, and yeah, and we just started talking about doing the book, and and it, it sort of came together. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I knew Rick's stuff before too, and I knew that he was someone that had kind of dealt with that, like, uh, kind of, I don't know, rebelliousness that metal and punk and these things have. And he had done a book also that has a, a musical title in a way, I guess, Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, my, my first book was Teenagers from Mars, which is, you know, the Misfits song uh, we used for the title. But um, not that that one's really about music. It's more about comics. No. But, but the, the sort of attitude's the same. Sure, and, and I mean between uh, teenagers from Mars and uh, and other stuff that you've done, like Pirates of Coney Island, like all kind of yeah. touches on that like disenfranchised youth element, um, and it, it's it's cool to see that showing through. Like sometimes, uh, like sometimes through musical themes and uh, and some kind of uh, I don't know, some kind of just like that 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 attitude, I guess, that you were talking about. Like even though teenagers from Mars isn't directly related to the Misfit song, like it is very very much in keeping with that attitude. Yeah, I mean. Right. You know, when I was a kid, like music was, was sort of how you met your friends almost, like what you listened to and stuff like that. And it was sort of that common thread. And, and the songs I liked the most were the ones that, I don't know, just sort of appealed to me when I was, you know, angry or, I don't know, like stressed out or, or whatever. And I could either just relax or go crazy or, you know, it, it felt like somebody had also been there, you know, and you can sort of relate. And that's something we always we try to do in the comics, too. I think that's definitely something that uh, that fans in our community can relate to. Um, uh, definitely, a lot of discussion revolves around uh, like new tracks that we're releasing, or uh, you know, people's favorite rock band games. But a lot of it is just like genuine, sincere discussion about music and uh, music discovery, and uh, it is like such a such a tightly knit culture. Uh, and we happen to be like right at the cross section of people who are fanatics about music and also fanatics about gaming. Uh, so we kind of get the both best of both worlds there. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, are you guys, uh, are you guys gamers at all? I know that I've, I've seen, uh, Chuck on your blog. I've seen you do like little redesigns of like the Mortal Kombat characters recently. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I play games, uh, quite a bit. <laughs> I have been on a bit of a, uh, a hiatus from them, but I, I've been wanting to get back into them. I just haven't, uh, like, I think I picked up Mass Effect 2 and I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> and then I spent all my time, like, mining a planet. And I, was like, I can't do this. I have to do work. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I definitely play a lot of games. I love it. Yeah, it's almost like a second job at that point. <laughs> it yeah, is. Well, and, I, I, I could, I've convinced myself that Xbox Live, it's a good way to have meetings, you know, so, you know, my editor will be on there, a Chuck will be on there, and we're, we're working as we're playing. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a good excuse. You just keep telling yourself that as long as, you, <laughs> as, right. long as it helps. And then you I realize I'm, I'm playing with my editor, and he knows how late I am. <laughs> Guys, we should, really, we should really wrap this interview up. I think we have a meeting in 15 minutes uh, on Xbox Live. <laughs> on Xbox <laughs> Live. <laughs> exactly. I, I made the mistake of playing Portal 2 co-op with Charlie Chu. Oh, that is a mistake. Yeah. It, he's definitely an editor by, by his own nature. Did he scream? Man, he was, he was so bossy. Yeah, he did a little bit of yell. <laughs> Which I guess you sort of have to be to work together in Portal 2. is just like one guy has to sort of take the lead. 
But right. he had he made no bones about doing that. That's not my understanding <laughs> of how co-op works. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no. Charlie no. Chu co-op. <laughs> There's a man that sometimes you can just hate when you're playing a video game. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It took a dark turn for Charlie here on the podcast. <laughs> well, he'll appreciate this. I, I think that's a that's a, a good example though of how um, like how ingrained either like music or, or gaming culture is um, in everyone at Oni. Like it, they've done oh, a yeah. lot of awesome books that are like super super uh, tied to music. Um, I, I think a lot of the the reviews that I had seen um, for Black Metal, a lot of people had kind of pushed it as like Black Metal's like Scott Pilgrim, but for metal people. Um, <laughs> Which seems to be like the the easy comparison for any book that is in any way vaguely tied to the Scott Pilgrim format. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, if it gets people reading, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to say it's Scott Pilgrim, but for men. <laughs> Yikes! Just hey, Scott Pilgrim is an excellent, excellent book. That's true. <laughs> All Oni comics are excellent books that everyone should be buying. Definitely. I say that with without any sort of sponsorship. Promotional uh, consideration. You're wearing an Oni jacket right now. I, well, I, I I do. I have my, my Charlie Chu headpiece on. Where did you get an oh. Oni eye patch from? <laughs> this is weird. Um, and and speaking of uh, speaking of no affiliation or, or promotions, we we will be hosting a uh, a black metal giveaway on Twitter. So follow Ooh, us nice. there. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be doling out a, a, a few volumes over for people at Rockman. Uh, we'll probably be doing it at HMX Henry. We'll okay. probably just do it straight from my personal account. That sounds good. Yeah. So you sure you don't want to change that to Oni Henry? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe just for the day. We'll see how it goes. Benedict Arnold. <laughs> um, and, uh, and you guys are both on Twitter as well, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys want to want to pimp some stuff out? Um, sure. Yeah. Mine's, I, I guess mine's just all Rick Spears, whatever, on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> are we talking about? Are we like talking about no. projects or something? No, <laughs> Whatever you, you want to do. I think you did the right thing. <laughs> uh, well, I'm at Chuck BB. That's BB like a BB gun, and, uh, and you can also go to ChuckBB.com to learn all about me. And not Rick. Not Rick though. No, you can go to RickSpears.com and find uh, out all about Rick from 2007. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I'll be updating that soon. <laughs> GeoCities Rick is my favorite. Rick. <laughs> That is an, an excellent vintage of Rick Spears. Though. Yeah. <laughs> the heady days of filler. Oh God. <laughs> um, so we'll have uh, we'll have all those links copied on the uh, on the page right under the podcast as well, so people will be able to check out all your stuff and and see all your pretty pictures and uh, your excellent words. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. Hey, no problem. Do you guys have any um, any parting uh, metal recommendations for people? Oh mm, well, all right. Mm. There's a new Mastodon album out. I haven't really listened to it yet. I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to. Our, I, like our, the cover, I like the cover artwork. Our audio engineer is pumping his fist, so I think that's <laughs> that's an affirmative. Um, the new Wolves in the Throne Room and the new Skeleton Witch, those are maybe something worth checking out. Nice. I, what if you had to recommend your top classic albums? Top classic albums in general or in the metal world? Classic metal, yeah. That's tough. Um, that's a whole can of worms. You see. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll, I'm going with Transylvanian Hunger from Dark Throne, like, and I, I, I sort of stole it a little bit from my bio photo on Black Metal Two. But I use my 
dog instead of a candelabra. <laughs> <laughs> Those photos are pretty true and cult. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, classic albums of all time. Tough to say. Celtic Frost, uh, Beyond Megatherium, maybe. Uh, Emperor's uh, Nightside Eclipse. Uh, Burzum. I forget the name <laughs> of the album, but boy, that I was listening to that the other day, and I was like, oh, this Burzum, he's a real jerk of a guy. <laughs> but, but isn't that the best black metal ever made? Probably. <laughs> a glowing recommendation for Burzum. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, guys. It was awesome talking to you. Yeah. yeah thanks thanks for, having for having us. All right. Sweet. Good luck thanks, with the launch, guys. Hail yeah, Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan indeed. Thanks, guys. Speaking of Satan, Nick <laughs> Chester has joined the team. <laughs> King of Transitions. Yeah. Whoa, that was deep and throaty. Throaty. Yeah, I'm throaty. sick. So we are, I, I think, think we're all sick. Right? Of the six people I'm currently fine. gathered on the other. table, John Drake and maybe Jessica Brzezinski are not sick. Are you kidding? She she was bleeding from the ears <laughs> yesterday. That's true. That's true. But Where have you not. been? It's not <laughs> but it stopped. Just throw away those headphones when you're done. <laughs> oh god, they're pooling with blood as we <laughs> oh, speak. No, actually, Nick Chester's borrowing my headphones. Oh. Right yeah, I'm gonna cough on him before I give it back to her. Oh, you can give her a lung infection. She can give you bloody ear. Wow. <laughs> We're friend, we're friendly with each other on this team. So <laughs> she doesn't talk here or off. She'll sure bleed him right off. Oh, because she's chatty and dying from inside her ear canal. Wow. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Welcome, Nick. Hey. Well, thanks for having me. This is fantastic. Yeah. So, who are you? What do you do? I. I. <laughs> my name is Nick Chester. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a publicist for Harmonix. I just started yesterday. Or. When is this going to be going on? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so four sure. days ago. Yesterday in real time. Yes. So you're filling the uh, Alex Navarro Memorial seat. In the uh, yeah, that's a, that's a those are some big shoes to a fill. Farty throne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wipe that here. down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you do before coming to us? I think people might know you from the internet. I wrote about video games on the internet mm. uh, for Destructoid.com. I was editor in chief for four or five years. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'm not doing that anymore, obviously. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was a good time, and I learned a lot. But I'm really excited to be here, you know. I actually know you more from uh, your proficiency in karaoke. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, if you just want to go to YouTube and just look up my name, all of them are karaoke videos. It's kind of embarrassing. My, Is that true? My, yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> my uh, my UPS guy, uh, he used to drop off a lot because of, I used to work at home. He used to bring a lot of games to my house, and he asked me what I did one day. And I told him, so for some reason he went on the internet to try to find me. But instead of just typing my name into Google, he went to YouTube instead. So the next day he comes by and he's like, so I I looked you up on YouTube. Interesting videos, bro. (laughs) He just handed me a package and just walked away. UPS guys should not be stalking you. So judgy. (laughs) Judgy and creepy. Yeah. God. Well, the videos are pretty creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, speak into the microphone. Britney Spears song. There a video of you singing like toxic or something. Yeah, there's a video of me doing toxic, that one, and I think it's my favorite. I think there's a video of me doing Van Halen, yeah, and sure. oh, I, don't, I don't know. It's Your Van Halen is spot like on. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, you even do that high thing that that uh, what's his name does, David, David Lee Roth. Roth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that <I'm>, thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah, all right, they can sing. Mm-hmm. Nick and Annette, Nick and uh, Annette are both legendary press 
karaoke folk from our events. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Between Annette's, Annette's rapping and Nick's <laughs> high female singing. Which kind of, that overshares our hiring strategy a little bit to amass the, the finest karaoke team <laughs> on the entire East yeah, Coast. Yeah, if you're really good at karaoke, just apply. Yeah, you're, definitely, dance, you're definitely going to get the job. It's more of a, it's more that we think karaoke is going to be the next competitive sport. Yeah. And it just hasn't happened yet. We used to make karaoke yes. games here. It's true. Yeah, why not? All yeah, because <laughs> those rights are owned by Konami. Yeah. Oh, boop, boop. Now Contra was a great game. Oh, yeah. It was a great Konami game. Blades of Steel. Yep. We just learned that yesterday. Guys, Blades of Steel. Konami. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Why were well, you talking about that Because we were talking about Double Dribble, and we were saying Double Blades of dribble. Steel was the... Double Dribble. Rah, rah, rah. Blades of Steel. Ching! Yeah. Uh, we're, I was saying Blades of Steel is basically the Double Dribble of the hockey games. Um, so I thought they were from the same company, but they're not. No, Blades of Steel is obviously a Konami game because it has the little, uh, the little um, intermission section where you are like a little starship, and then it says, like, buy Contra. And you're like, oh, that's weird. You have an ad in the middle of your game. <laughs> yeah, they should do that more often. I think people would love that if they just put ads in video games. Like yeah. in the middle of Gears of War 3, yeah. buy Contra. Buy Halo, what? It's always buy Contra. It's always <laughs> buy Contra. <laughs> what I'm actually surprised do they don't do that. A lot of like those open world games with billboards everywhere. In game advertising, but I mean they do do that a lot. It's for games that are free. For games that you paid sixty dollars for, they mm-hmm. shouldn't be actively marketing other products to you. Yeah, you also said doo doo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nick, uh, this is a quite a life change for you, right? Yeah, yeah. This is my. Uh, I, I moved from Baltimore to Boston, and my house looks like hoarders right now because I haven't unpacked everything and. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty wild. And, uh, I like the city. It's a great city and I look forward to exploring it. Oh. Okay. So you're going to show me around, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll start. We'll hit all the karaoke hotspots. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll ask you again how much you like it in February. Yeah. It's going to be Apparently best. it snows here. Yeah. yeah. No. Once or twice. Is that a thing that no. happens? I mean, Baltimore gets fair amounts of snow, right? Uh, yeah, Not really. But Where did you grow up? Uh, it's I more Harold Island. Island. Oh, okay. So you yeah, grew up in New York. Right. You'll be fine. I'll be uh, right. It's the same as New York. Yeah. So what else do I need to know about good old Cambridge and Boston? Uh, it's a walking city. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you moved it. to Woobin, which is near the Burlington Mall, which is where Paul Blart Mall Cop was shot. That's that true. is true. Would you like to just give everybody my, my, my address? Yes. They could just come to my house. Well, that has more rock band significance than people might think, because I had to go to that mall and set up that rock band for Kevin James to play during <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop. While people freaked out and ran back and forth in, in front of the window of the, the quote-unquote store he was playing in, uh, it was it was awful. It wow. was one of the worst days of my life, being in a, trapped in a mall where nothing was open, really late at night, and watching Kevin James play a fake Stratocaster, not <laughs> like you actually play the game, just like playing it like a John, give us a rundown of the amount. In the, the heyday of Rock Band, how many different movies were we placed in? Not that many. I mean, I, there were well, there were a bunch of random ones that we were like placed in, placed in, like Paul Blart Mall Cop, <laughs> The Rocker, starring Rain Wilson. Uh, what was the one? Is that the one that Joey Pags went to? Yes, yeah. Christina yeah. Applegate. Yeah. <laughs> now on a great show, Up All Night. <laughs> she is, yeah. Both on NBC Thursday comedies, <laughs> both of which are better than the uh, the uh, Rocker was. But this uh, guy that we worked with came back for some reason. They sent him on the set to set up the game, and I don't know. I didn't want to go. It was just sort of the Wild West days of harmonics, where like anyone got sent to do anything. We had like seventy-two people, yeah. and we were making a game that eventually would take three hundred people to make. So we were just like, I don't know, the game's being made. Who from QA can go carry these things? So he came back with all these stories of like, yeah, you know, no big deal, but uh, Christine Applegate like uh, 
She talked to me a lot. She like wanted to date me and stuff. Good Joey Pags impression. Uh, I was tempering spot on, it. Spot on Pags. Little, he's a little more mumbly Pegs in his mouth, but mumbly uh, Pegs. None of us believed it for a second. No, I mean he had photos and stuff. I mean he was there. No, I believe that he was there. I don't know if she wanted to date him. I don't. It was Christina Applegate. Yeah, but no, she. Uh, it was a real movie that he went and worked. And then we did a bunch of stuff for MTV shows and had to like install a dev kit in. Rev Run's house, which I don't think they ever used. We did uh, Snoop as well. Um, the Snoop Dogg's family show. Yeah, the Snoop Dogg family Xbox. hour. What was it called? Dog Father. Dog Father, Dog yes. Father. Um, and uh, Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. Gene Simmons' Family Jewels is actually a really good episode. Uh, it was fairly scripted, but it was like, I'm going to play this game with my dad like online, and they're going to play like a Kiss song, and his mom's going to come in or whatever, but it was like, they actually understood the game. Like, they pitched us and actually knew, like, what was going to happen. It wasn't like, we're going to get there, and like, they're going to all have, like, a crazy guitar solo. And, like, our game doesn't really have that. It's like, well, they're going to do it. It's like, that's not how video games work, random associate line producer who doesn't know how I hate you. <laughs> and we didn't pay for those things. Like, those things were, right. like, either they were Paramount movies, so because we were Viacom, like, they sort of worked us in gratis, or, like, they were things where they legitimately wanted a video game. Things have devolved now into like everything is now pay to play. Yeah, like you may if you watch Breaking Bad. Oh some yeah, stuff rage. rage. But that's just rage. all over it. Like all of them Breaking Bad to the point where they had like a Breaking Bad light gun. That like he was. I mean, it doesn't give anything away. Like he uses a gun at some point in the series, and then he's like having a flashback to that point while holding a light gun and aimed at the TV. Yeah, Rage is not a light gun game. Uh, it would be gun, awesome if it were. It would be so good. <laughs> like Duck Hunt. If it was, yeah, Duck Hunt, the rage story. <laughs> There's just laughing dogs everywhere with weird colanders on their heads. Um, sorry, I, I was messing around with rage earlier. Uh, the, so, yeah, we did a lot of that stuff. We did a lot of TV stuff. Right now, Dan Central is occasionally popping up in, in Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. I was yeah. looking at oh, it yesterday. makes me so happy. Entertainment 720, as he's on his character. <laughs> so company. good. It's just, I think they shot that like one time and like installed it and they just leave it on in the background. So it's just <laughs> constantly in the background. That's okay. It's great. Anyway, to answer your non-sequitur question, that is the answer. Yeah. A bunch of movies. Probably. It was a wild time. I was in L.A. like once a month for a week at a time. Everyone's wow. still wearing headphones. It's great. There's nothing on those headphones. I got, well, there is. There's you. Yeah. But I'm also getting a lot of static in my headphones. I think with, it's the feedback. Yeah. Anyway. I think it sounds every, nice. As long as everyone thinks it sounds good, my ears are happy. I just think they're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I forgot I was wearing them. <laughs> There you Your go. ears are bleeding. Oh. <laughs> oh. You've got Jess's bloody ears. With, yeah, they're super comfortable oh. because the blood has sealed them to your head <laughs> in an airtight way. So, Nick, you've already written your first press release. I did. I really did. Are you? You talk about that. You're going to talk about. Yeah, the we DLC, can talk right? about go it because it. this is coming out on Friday. Um, by the time by the time the podcast it's not coming out on Friday. Already be what announced? No, it's being announced on Friday. This podcast is coming out on Friday. Yes, the DLC. Is Don't out. confuse people. No, I'm I talking about this. About just like last oh week, the DLC God. didn't come out on Monday, despite the fact that our uh, press release yeah. came out <laughs> Which is weird, because I checked the forum announcement, and I had the date correct, so I don't know how... But I emailed you to fix it. Did you fix it after? But it was already fixed. Like, I don't know how I managed to get it right in the forum announcement. I'm just I'm always wrong. That's what, I, that's what I know. And our audio producers are super sharp and catch things. They just didn't catch this one fast enough. Well, luckily now we have Nick to catch things. Yeah, I don't have things. to do this anymore. Yeah, I was I was in here when that happened. That was not my like fault. Not, <laughs> on a high not on my watch. Ended on the Limp Biscuit four pack. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> did we talk about that two weeks ago? We didn't. We had Josh nope, on. No. we did not. Man, we put out a Limp Biscuit four pack. Limp Biscuit. Yeah, that's 
<laughs> Come <thing>. on. That's... <laughs> I don't. Apparently, so, okay. No, Fred Durst is in, in the room. That wasn't Aaron. <laughs> that's the thing. No. I said the same thing. Like, that sounds hateful to people who are developmentally disabled, but it, apparently <laughs> but... that's just how Fred Durst refers to their band. <laughs> do you guys uh, Do you guys remember when Fred Durst um, had that sanitation facility named after him in Texas? What? That's a thing that happened? Uh, no, this is, this is a serious thing. We have to What's find a the link. Hot, the hot dog flavored water facility. Oh. <laughs> no, it was like Austin um, is uh, is like trying to name uh, like a waste processing facility or something. And so, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And so uh, there were like, they were crowdsourcing names for it. And it was like, oh, the Austin uh, Memorial 2011 waste processing facility. Memorial. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget for all the 2011. workers who have died in service of this great city. Uh, and someone suggested that this be named like officially like the, the Fred Durst Waste Processing Plant. And it like they allowed the people of Austin to vote on it. And it was like tens of thousands of votes the leader. People of uh, Austin love a good goof. Was that on the internet? Did they I, let them I, vote on I, the internet? I did yeah. read about this on the internet. I bet wow. the voting was on the internet. Yeah, if the voting was on the internet, yeah, I could definitely. see how that would have happened. But if there was like a town hall meeting and everybody was like, oh, definitely. <laughs> no, Fred but, Durst is the greatest man to ever but, come from Florida. they're from Florida, from, right? Yeah, they're yes. from They're not yeah. even from Austin. But I, I guess Durst found out about it and was like wholly in support of it. Like he thought that it was hilarious. Is there like a statue of him up anywhere? Uh, no, no, not yet anyway. <laughs> We should go to the Fenway Park, replace the statue of Ted Williams, the statue <laughs> of Fred Durst. <laughs> no one will know. Did you know that there's a statue of Rob Zombie in Haverhill somewhere? What? There is, sincerely. That they is just not shellac true. Rob Zombie to it a is, podium? No, it's true. He's from Haverhill? He's from Haverhill. Wow. Um, no, uh, no statue for his brother from Power Man uh, 5000. PM5K. I don't know his brother was in Power Man 5 Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. yes. No. True story. True story. Don't raise Successful your hand to the window, Nick. Like... Thank you, Nick. Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the late yes. 90s must have been great, or the mid-90s must have been great for the zombie family. <laughs> for the city of Haverhill. <laughs> or, yeah. The Haverhill zombies. The Haverhill boom. <laughs> Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, the cranberries. I wish, Full circle. Yeah, that's not in the game. Oh, we really should. We'll we want it. it. I want it so we bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Limp Bizkit came out. Limp Bizkit! It was the, fir- it was the first on. time in a while that I have personally not been a big fan of what we put. We had a couple great weeks in a row, and it was the first week in a while I was yep. sort of not as invested personally. But it's okay. There's it's, something for everybody. Some yeah. people were really excited, mm-hmm. and I'm happy for those people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with them, but they, I'm happy for them. The, the band has sold 33 million albums. Don't talk That's about That's not on accident. <laughs> I know. Like, somebody's going to like it. And I'll say this. There are... I said this. I think I said this on Twitter when it came out, that, like, it is fine for, like... I said this about another act, too, whereas, like, pump up rock, like, I'm going to break something, like, go play some football or something, like, get, like, crash into things. Like, it is, like, uniquely positioned to be raucous and like, masculine and destructive in sort of a silly way, uh, I just can't take it artistically very seriously. Totally fair. Yeah. I saw them playing. They were booed off stage. I saw them playing Philly. They were opening for Faith No More, and Ooh, people wow. did not like them at all. That is a rough build for them. Yeah. Faith No it More is sad. equally silly sometimes, though. Yeah, but not in like... In a very different way. Come on! Not like, you know, Freddie. Come, come, come on! Whatever. I don't know. He just no, yells. Totally. Come yeah. on! That's and, sort of what I was implying. And when yeah. was this? Um, like, last week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was, I don't know, 1999? Whenever, I don't know when Faith and War <laughs> broke up, like uh, a couple months before that. And this was at like the height of Limp Bizkit then? This was right before they actually broke. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, before. 
Wow. No. So, so you knew about Limp Bizkit before anyone else. Yeah, yeah I didn't I was, want to say anything. I was there on the ground floor. <laughs> I saw, I saw them play. Limp Bizkit fans are the worst <laughs> Limp Bizkit fans. <laughs> I was into Limp Bizkit way before they were cool. Um, no, I got a... Uh, I liked a, them before they were limp. I got a, a demo cassette <laughs> for $3 bill, y'all, wow. uh, at like a WBCN River Rave in 98 or something. Does it have that cover of the George Michael song? Uh, no, it was the other song from that album, uh, and then a radio edit of the song from that album. Uh, the uh, I'll say I actually don't mind that. I love George Michael. I do too. So it's I wish like, we had some of that. Yeah, I would play that right now. But the um, I, I Limp Bizkit. I also did not know. Well, first of all, I didn't know they had a new record out, and the song and Gold Cobra, which I believe is the eponymous single from that record of the same name. Which is what upon us? Yes. What uh, is uh, since everyone's looking at me like a jerk right now? Is that um, it was actually okay. It was pretty good, and the record is out now, and I guess it's selling pretty well. I also didn't know that they'd like. I thought that they'd broken up in like 1999 one time, and this was like their reunion record. They've broken up and gotten back together and replaced guitarists and stuff like that, like. 20 times. Right in the press release was literally like, I read the Wikipedia page and was astounded at how much <laughs> A long turmoil. and storied history. So they yes. no longer have that guitarist with like, he'd wear those contact no, lenses? No, no, he's, he's back. back. Oh, West, West, West Borland. Right. West Great. Borland. Good. How do you not know West Borland? I do now. Like, he's like if Wes Craven and Al Borland <laughs> had a baby. A horror handyman oh, baby. Yep. Imagine if he starred in a Wes Craven movie. That'd be great. Al Borland. Oh, Al Borland. Yeah. Richard Al Borland, not oh, Al Borland. Yeah. Richard Karn. Survey says you're dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was good. the host of the Family Feud. I'd watch a True. Family Feud themed horror movie. I would too. Oh, man. <laughs> Ding. Like Richard Saw. Dawson would be the murderer. Dick Dawson is still alive, guys. <laughs> still alive. He didn't say he was dead. Yeah, he he'd be he the murderer. murderer. No, do you remember that, uh, that website? Um, I think it's uh, isricharddawsondead.com. No. <laughs> and it, it's, it just says, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I bet Wes Craven could fix that. Probably. You could kill him in a family ties. Probably. Family ties. Family ties, family feud, crossover. Yes. Did you know that I went to college with the kid that created that meme? Uh, I did not know it? you went to college. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, is it Christmas.com is yep. the first one. He created uh, yeah. that. Kind yep. of a big deal. Big deal. That's yeah. the poly in Polytechnic right there. That is... <laughs> Polyamory. Uh, that is uh, that is easily on par uh, with John Drake being like the tenth person on Facebook. Yeah, because similar. He went to yeah. Harvard. Similar same size. Time, same time frame. Same too. time frame. Yeah. Similar similar lifespan yeah. and density in the population. Yeah. Growth. When is um <laughs> when's the movie coming out? The Academy Award nominated movie about that's is good. It Christmas. <laughs> Every day I go on the internet and search if it's Christmas or not. I David, can't tell. David Fincher's oh, no. Is It Christmas? <laughs> we should add some ads to this page. No, it's too soon. Where did the Easter base grow? These twins want to know if it's Hanukkah. Get them out of here. <laughs> Soundtrack by Trent Reznor. <laughs> Jingle Bell. <laughs> yeah. Pope so, I should really move to Hollywood. This is a great <laughs> podcast, guys. It's incredible. Keep in mind that this is like the 10-minute segue to announcing this week's DLC. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Limp Bizkit. Limp Nick, can you do it all from memory? <laughs> it's not that hard. Coming out next week for Rock Band Actually, DLC. Actually, I don't know if I could do the Blink tracks. Oh, oh, I just gave it away. Oh, I don't know if you can read my handwriting. Right? I can't read your handwriting. Uh, link 80. That's who <laughs> Is it really? No. Also, no. hey, Sam. Sam Houston. Sam Houston, your favorite. Sam Houston. Houston. The internet's own. Yeah, this, so this is for Sam, Sam Houston. Uh, Blink-182-3 pack. Boom. Bam. It's coming out. Uh, yep. It has the, uh, the party song. 
Stay Together for the Kids and Up All Night. And if I'm reading this correctly, yeah, the star, the stars next to uh, Stay Together for the Kids and Up All Night mean uh, pro bass and pro guitar for y'all. Only up all night. Only up all night. Uh, well, that's that a K. Keyboards. <laughs> Keyboards for stay together for the kids. Reading that correctly to answer your question. So only pro <laughs> upgrades for up all night. Well, what you're gonna be freaking out now. But there's one more track. But fan favorites. Fan favorites. Book one eighty-two. One of one of the top ten. Just most put out a brand new album. I believed that we uh, yeah. announced in that one of the uh, podcast with highest Rick. grossing acts in rock band history. Okay. How many of those tracks yeah. are from their new album? One. One of them is. Okay. Up all night. I feel and like it, I'm it, Richard Dawson from the album night. Neighborhoods. <laughs> and there's a pro upgrade yeah. for that one, right? Uh, what's that? Is there a pro upgrade for that one? <laughs> doesn't say it on this, doesn't it? Is there? Up all night, yes. That's yes. the one that there it's is the one for. <laughs> That's the star. That's what uh, What am I doing here? <laughs> I'm fired. Not having not a meltdown. Yeah. I'm fired already. You are getting there. All right. So, all right. So, what else we got? So, we you already you started introing it, right? No. Is no. that right? No. no. Okay. So, we have another no, track. Blink 182 is one of the highest grossing bands in rock bands. I knew that. Transitioning to another band. I know that. A band which we have not announced yet, so you'll be the first person to Here talk about is. The Clash. The Clash. <laughs> Aaron, and, got it. Aaron got it first. Yes. Okay, and I, can, can, I say this, can I say this song? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's rock the Casbah. Yeah. I, hear you. <laughs> I set you up for that one. And does it have a pro upgrade? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> Good job, also, Nick. Hey. Also keyboards. keyboards. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, because there's piano on that song. That, uh, song. That's going to be a fun one. You I'm a huge like Clash it. fan. Rock the Cash. Are you a huge uh, Rock the Cashbar fan? Cashbar. 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 Um, it's fine. I mean, it's not like the quintessential Clash song, but it is like one of their, if not the, it's one of their highest selling songs. I would uh, say it is. for that a is lot true. of people, it's one of the quintessential Clash songs. You <laughs> yes. just know their catalogs so well that to you it doesn't right. define them. But I think for a lot of right. people, that song like is the Clash. True. Um, does Sharif like it? Yeah, Sharif don't like it. Oh, that's too bad. Dun, dun, dun. Is it Christmas? I do not. It is Christmas. <laughs> it's always Christmas when Sharif's around. Sharif loves Christmas. So um, apologies in advance to Sharif. Omar Sharif? Sure. He's still alive. Is he? That? Yep. An actor. Is that the guy from The Wire? Nope. nope. Uh, what oh, was his Omar. big role? It's not, Omar Sharif? Don't know. Was he was he bald, though. in The French Connection? Mm, oh, no, you're thinking of Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> Popeye Doyle was his name. I'm always thinking of Gene Hackman. <laughs> Speaking of people who make crazy old man faces, Jess is here. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Jess. She hasn't said hey. much. Who are you? No one can see my crazy old man faces. I know. We'll I have to link photos. to some, uh, <laughs> some Rock Band Night photos. There are some terrible pictures of terrible you. Terrible good Rock Band Night photos. Are, yeah, you are a normal looking person who takes very weird photos. <laughs> I think you're a jewel. <laughs> Great compliment. You're a normal looking person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're a you're a good looking chick who takes ugly photos because that would be like oh, oh, sexual ugly. harassing and insulting. See, look they're what you ugly. did. Look what you led me into. Customer service week, and I'm ugly. It's also National Taco Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> More important, it's National Taco Day. And you're ugly. Of the two most important things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're bringing hey, back the air horn. How are your tacos today, Annette? They were so good. <laughs> Did you eat all three of them? No, I didn't. I had two. I had a uh, leftover. No Did you just celebratorily sing Lilla Bamba song? Yeah, that's my <laughs> intro music. Because brought you up. That's my intro music. Can we get an actual audio? Yeah, Nick can just really fade it up once we <laughs> Can you just fade it in every time she talks? Yes. So deal with whatever nonsense she's spewing? Yes, you should do that. It'd be good. Pari Yeah. We really uh, do love people of all cultures and yes, heritages. That's right. No, they don't. And all of their tacos. <laughs> they don't. What is, yeah, what does that mean? Oh. Shh. 
Are you saying we are like a kind of people? Like you can't tell what we look. Uh, whatever. I don't want. To. Let's have this discussion. <laughs> Jessa, how are you enjoying uh, being on the Harmonics community team? It's good to be back. Yeah. Again, Jessa's an OG. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do for us before? Um, before I worked for Harmonics, I was a play tester, and then I was an intern here, and then I moved and was a play testing assistant. And then I came back because you guys can't get rid of me. Nope. This is like your fourth tur uh tur 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 dirty tur dirty tur dirty. I'm getting some some Hank Williams in me. Ha ha. Nazis. Yeah. You're from Texas. Hank Williams Jr. Not Hank Williams Senior or Hank Williams the Third. Who are both better than Hank Williams? Who are both infinitely better? And didn't call you know the sitting president of the United States of America and Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. A Hitler. He totally called he him called a, him Hitler. a Hitler. A Hitler. <laughs> Don't be such a Hitler, John. Uh, okay. Speaking of Hitler, have you guys noticed how... Wait, seriously? What? This so, is not going anywhere. No, Hitler? speaking of Hitler and Double Dribble... like 60 podcasts to get yes, have, have you guys noticed Hitler Michael hockey. Jordan is rocking a Hitler mustache? Still? That's like that's been that's going three on years old. Still yeah, on his face. The, the two Chicago <laughs> apologists that in the room. Well, look basketball. what his shirt says. <laughs> Chicago ain't no we, sissy town. Yep, yeah. we're, we're sitting it. in this corner. They can't see it. Yep. We look audio. pretty hood right now, too. Yeah. We are straight hood. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a fashion <laughs> choice like that I think town someone hood. needs yeah. to call him on, and I don't really understand how he thinks he can get away with it. To be fair, if anyone can do it, Michael Jordan can bring it back. I don't know that it should be brought back. Well... Charlie Chaplin. I know. Charlie but... Chaplin. Well, yeah, but then he played Hitler. Yeah, yeah, but the mustache came before Hitler. Well, you think that's the reason he did that? I movie? bet Hitler was just a big Charlie Chaplin that's, fan. That is what it was. Hitler was a huge fan he of loved, him. He loved... tried to, like, edge him out. Physical comedy so, you know. and genocide. He also loved Rin Tin Tin. He, like, the Charlie Chaplin film was banned in Germany, but Hitler had a secret copy of it, and it was one of the only films he showed for, like... His people to watch. I'm gonna say that I am. I am secretly a little afraid of how, how much Jesse knows about Hitler. <laughs> I, have, I have a minor in Holocaust studies. Really? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. what do you do? With that? Just, just, just a minor. Just a minor. It's not deserving of more recognition. Oh, well, boy. it was like my fourth minor, so I couldn't oh, actually. Oh <laughs> Jesse loves overachiever. Learning. I do love it's learning. The worst. Wow. It's good. Also. I feel like a minor in Holocaust studies would just be the most depressing way to spend your time. It is. I bet. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Confirmed. Just quick, de- quick debate. More depressing. Your minor in Holocaust studies or customer support emails? Oh. Follow-up question. More depressing. Your minor in Holocaust studies or a limp biscuit four-pack? Limp biscuit. Oh man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> We are gonna get some letters, and Jess is gonna have to. I was gonna get the letters. Oh no! I'm just kidding, guys. Every letter we're gonna get some letters. I will send you a reading list. We're gonna band together and write a letter. Oh man! You should respond to any letter complaining about me making fun of Limp Bizkit, which I'm now done doing. But with just with just tomes about the Holocaust. I will. Poetry from Anthology of Ashes. Oh man! Oh God! Hope and Aaron are looking at each other like this is one of those podcasts I'm going to ask to edit before yep. it goes live. <laughs> yep. I'm not, though. Uh, I, stand by my, I stand by my words. I was a German miner. So, That's two true. sides. What did you mine in Germany? So, oh, uh, <laughs> adamantium. Oh, adamantium. You can't or, mine adamantium. Or, no? No. Where do you get it? No, it, you space have to rocks. make it. It's not space. Come on. <laughs> 
Get a fucking clue. <laughs> oh, man. Now Nick's going to edit. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Do an air horn for the edit. Like, put an air horn, please. Oh, it was guys, worth it. a video podcast. We have to edit out the finger that Nick just showed you. Yeah, Nick, do a, do a reggaeton air horn for the edit, please. Uh, right, so also, in, insert one right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you were such a comic nerd. It's true. Adamantium. It's not space rock. I thought it was. No, it's it was not a military space. project. So you have to make it? it was... you, can't, you can't create an element. <laughs> yes, you can. No, but... they have. <laughs> she has her other minor. She has a minor <laughs> in, in space, rock. space <laughs> chemistry. No, my PhD is actually <laughs> in space chemistry. Dr. Brzezinski. <laughs> Dr. Brzezinski's Comic Hour so is a podcast I would listen to. Yes, Dr. Brzezinski. <laughs> yeah, you do have an evil sounding name. It's true. Mm. When people hear my full name, they ask me what country I'm from. America. <laughs> Poland. Yeah, it's Polish, right? It is Polish. Yeah, of course. Good Polish. guys. Yeah. Ski. You guys have minors and uh, in Polish studies. In Polish studies. <laughs> no, I just listen, and I'm from Chicago. So yeah, that sounds like me. Yes. Yeah. A lot of Polish people. Daddy. <laughs> okay, daddy. I knew you were gonna say uh, so uh, we've got Dance Central two coming out pretty quick, pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, we are all over the place this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of the best. This is our Rolling Thunder podcast. Rolling Thunder. Let's. That's the title. Going to hit them all. Yeah, Rolling, Rolling Thunder. Thunder podcast. Dance Central two is coming out. And Annette, you whether are, we like it or not, you jumped yeah. on board the team as the Dance Central uh, community manager. I sure did. How's it been going? It's been great. Um, that's been really good. We've been traveling a lot, and we're actually going to New York Comic Con. So, you, this is going out Friday. Yep. yep. So yeah, yep. we'll be there. So if you guys, you know, want to come hang out, come say hi. We'll Where will you be? Do you know? In the Microsoft booth. Yeah. Around all of the other, you know, connect stuff. So Oni Comics will also be at New York Comic Con, so people can oh. go and visit their booth and buy all of their books, specifically yes. Black Metal Volume Two. Buy all of their Man. Books. And then come play again. Kaboom! And Vidrhythm is out. Out in the world, hopefully people are playing with it. It's free. If you are listening on the day that this podcast comes out, it should still be free. Yeah, we did a temporary promotion this week with Apple. Our good friends at the App Store, they posted on Facebook and Twitter uh, and asked you to like their page, and people who like the App Store page got video them for free. Uh, yeah. And it's going to probably go back to being $2 uh, on Friday at, say, probably 2 or 3 o'clock so if you, Eastern. So if you get uh, hear this podcast before then, maybe snatch it up. Otherwise, it's still worth $2, guys. Yeah. It's like yeah. I bought a bag of gummy bears at CBS today, and it was... More expensive than Vidrhythm. Was yeah. it Haribo? Yeah. Because the knockoff gummy bears are not that good. They're not good, no. Goldbearshin. Well, Goldbearshin, those are still Haribo. They're right. They're gold ones, yeah. Yeah, so I... No, no. The Goldbearshin are, are a mixture, I believe. Hmm. Uh, it's the, just a gold bag. Somebody had the Care Bear gummy bears that you get at movie theaters? Ever see Oopsie oh. doesn't, Nick. Oops. They have Care Bear gummy bears, and they are very good. Uh, looking Nick has at our, babies. Looking at our partnerships Great. recently, um, Microsoft for uh, for Dan Central, uh-huh. um, Apple, um, uh, the promotion for Vidrhythm, yep. um, Oni Comics. Yep. Um, All titans of I, industry. Haribo. <laughs> I, I would not mind if we could partner with Haribo next. I would genuinely like to own one of those like five-pound gummy bears. I'll get you one. I, I don't want to eat it. I just want to like feel it and hit someone with it. You could, you could kill a guy with it. Yeah. <laughs> you could not kill a guy with you, a gummy oh, bear. It's, it's, like it's as big as a shoebox. I know, it but it's made of gummy podcast, material. You just, uh, it would, right yeah. Ben Mythbusters. It would fall apart. I don't think it would fall apart. I think That's if like, it was that big, it would be very dense. With like a like a flip flop. I think like, if you it, hit them repeatedly with it, it would eventually kind of crack. Let's and do get like a big one thing. and then hit yeah. John repeatedly. You can do that all you video. want. It <laughs> won't hurt. And put it on our YouTube. Channel. All right, That's okay. What she said. B- better better partnership then. Better partnership <laughs> than Haribo. <laughs> 
I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was oh, just disagreeing okay. So we're all agreed. I'm I'm we're going to have a bunch of five-pound gummy bears in the mail now. As long as they're in sealed packages, it's fine. Bearshin aside. Gumbershin aside. And gummy bearshin go bad? I just don't want people like putting things. They'll get hard. They will. They'll dry out. Stiff Like all gummy stuff. You don't want stiff gummy. If they're sealed, they're usually fine for a long time. Yeah. They don't get bad. Uh, Has anybody ever actually like kept them around long enough to see? No, I eat no, them immediately. Eat them, right? Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I had I I had bought like a one pound bag at duty free when we came back from Gamescom, and I ate them on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> I ate like a pound of gummy bears. That's all I ate in an eight hour flight. You've been eating gummy bears every day. Now? Does your doctor cry? <laughs> no, I'm in tip top physical condition. First of all, second, of, we should talk about our fitness challenge. But second yeah. of all. Step off. Third of all, <laughs> no, I just had gummy bears today because I was feeling kind of down and tired, and I had a rough, rough afternoon of low sugar, so I got some gummy bears. And then yesterday, I was on a run, and I was actually listening to the Major Nelson podcast, and Stepto was talking about how he talked about gummy bears, and they sent him, like, multiple people sent him five-pound bags of gummy bears. Wow. And I had run, like, five miles at this point, and I was like... I get really weird, like, pregnancy-style cravings when I run long distances, and I was like, oh, man, I immediately need to get some gummy bears and eat them. So I had, like, a steak sub from one of my favorite sandwich places and a handful of gummy bears on the train, and I just, like, ate them and then felt so sick. And then cried. Yeah, I ran five miles and then (laughs) ate a pound of gummy bears. Um, I finished the last of my gummy bears from Gamescom last night. Um, I'm shocked that... I wow. made them last this long. Because you were eating donuts and all kinds of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, and all that other stuff. Um, and I told Sarah the story about how on checkout from Gamescom, they asked you, like, oh, uh, did you use anything from uh, the mini fridge? And you were like, uh, yeah, I, I guess, like, you should have a record of that, right? And they were like, oh, no, it's, uh, it's we don't keep track, so uh, just tell us. And you were like, probably one bag of gummy bears nope. and Lies. one bag, uh, like, one can of Diet Coke. And we were like, oh, okay. And then you left and immediately turned to me and you were like, I had like 10 bags of gummy bears. Like two, like two bags every day. I had two bags a day. I would eat them. In the, I would take them in the morning and eat them. And then they would restock them at night and eat them at night. And they'd restock them in the morning. A I would like, bag a day had it. Yeah. Well, it's like, and I just rejected the asinine idea that I should tell them. I, didn't, I wasn't writing it down. No, no it was, I mean, it was, it was poor, poor record keeping on their part. It was a bad hotel. It was a bad it's hotel. For it was what like it's like a Germans are terrible at record keeping. Yeah, you deserve to steal yeah, uh, all the uh, gummy bears. That was taught to them by IBM, not State New York. I thought we were going to be talking about the Holocaust again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Old Brzezinski's uh... list over there. <laughs> no! Brzezinski's No! List. Oh, this uh, is the most yes. offensive podcast in recent memory. John, remember <laughs> when we were invited on the Major Nelson podcast and then uninvited? Yes. <laughs> My theory do? has been that they just listened. They're like, oh, they should come on. Then they listen to us. and like, oh, they should oh, not no. come no, on. No, no, no. I got bumped for a very specific reason, and it was because R2-D2 and C-3PO were invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not even like the legit like Anthony Daniels and Kenny no, Baker. it was like, like just guys like in droid suits. suits. But it was pretty awesome. You know, for a game that I don't think is coming out for a while, actually. Ever. Yeah, I got slipped. Well, maybe they'll listen to this one and rethink it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, doubt it. Everyone's no. shaking their heads. They'll, they'll probably rethink our publishing deal after this. <laughs> the, um, oh, but we are doing a fitness that. challenge with DC2. Let's hear it. Leading up to the launch, right, Annette? Yeah, definitely are. Um, we're actually doing something internally, but we're going to share with you guys. By the time you hear this, it'll be out. But um, basically, uh, for the next few weeks, we are going to push ourselves to the dancing limits and dance a lot. With Dan Central, we're gonna start with Dan Central one, and then when the game comes out, we'll go with Dan Central two. So basically, work out with the game every day, or however else people want to do it, um, and then track our weight loss, and you know, just like set goals and like work on our stamina in terms of like how many songs we want to play. get done. Yeah, yeah. So 
It'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm going to cheat and use Dance Central 2 before it comes out. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay. You can do that. But if anyone wants to follow along at home, you can um, definitely, you know, you do whatever you want. Dance Central 1, 2, DLC, whatever. And then track your progress. Share it with us on the forum. Share it with us on Facebook, comments, and Twitter. Use the tag DC2Fit. You didn't want to uh, go with a hashtag, yo fat girl? Hey, yo fat girl. Yes. Hey, yo fat girl. <laughs> Let's offend people. No, well, yeah. Let's worry well, yeah. about offending people now. Just <laughs> yeah. so we already, already crossed that line. So we yes, yo fat girl. If you guys use the hashtag yo fat girl at Dance Central, I will love you so much. <laughs> I, so just, to be clear, I really to this. some people who listen to Rafi might not understand it. I think when you say, hey yo fat girl, people understand it's it's a quote. It is from the Humpty Dance by Digital yes. Underground, yes. which is in the game. Yes. But uh, out of context, with blank text on Twitter, it just sounds like yeah. you're calling people fat. Yes, right. true. Um, true. In, in further context, though, it is like the audio clip, like when you're scrolling song through preview. the menu in DC2, oh, yeah. Yeah, the song preview immediately <laughs> kicks off with, Yo, fat girl! <laughs> then I I'm cry. skinny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. No, it just motivates you to turn on fitness mode and count your calories, track what you're doing, mm-hmm. turn off freestyle and dance yeah, straight so through, turn make, on a, workout mode and make a playlist. Stay safe. Write everything down. Stretch, drink water. Stay safe. I heard, that, uh, I heard that Oblio is not in the game anymore. Uh, let's talk uh, about that. Uh, Do you want to talk about that? So we put out a video this week. Uh, An awesome video. Introduce, thank you. Introducing everybody to all of the characters, all of the uh, unlocked characters that are in yes. Dance Central Two. Characters and crews. Uh, the Glitterati are locked, but yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The first ever reveal of the Glitterati. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people upset that uh, uh, some of their favorite characters aren't coming back from the original. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, there was a lot of where's Oblio. Um, people love people Oblio. love Oblio. There's so, a lot of fan art too for Oblio all the time that right. I find, which is great. Which is kind of awesome, though, right? Like we've had like much more passionate reaction to the characters in DC Two, DC and DC Two, yeah. than any games that we've ever made. Like there's like some like forum discussions about like Moose Jabba Drow and Rock Band mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, or like the yeah Dora Sullivan or the Duke of Gravity, uh, aka Cass and Crooker. Yeah. Um, but people are reacting to the Dance Central characters in, like, an amazing way. Yeah, mm-hmm. they dress up as them. It's yeah, great. some cosplay, a lot they of DeviantArt stuff. So let's let's be clear about a few things. One, one of the biggest changes in DC2 is Cruise, and you should watch the Cruise and Characters video because I think it actually does a great job of explaining how we are trying to pair some of the fan favorites with newcomers, mm-hmm. create a real great narrative arc in the game, and find, like, a real good set of story beats that takes you from meeting a really friendly, like, athletic, sporty crew like Riptide all the way through sort of the... Uh, more hostile and tense glitterati who are like super fabulous but super kind of mean. And also introducing teen characters. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Glitch and T- Little, Little T are both in the game, uh, paired up with Mo and Tay. I mean, I think that Mo, Tay, Amelia, Aubrey, Angel are pretty strong characters to return uh, from mm-hmm. the from the first game. Uh, and yeah, not every character made it over. We didn't go back and delete Oblio from DC One. You can still <laughs> drop in your disc and play as Oblio whenever you like uh, on the original game. But uh, you know, not every character can go through every iteration of a franchise but like people we've certainly heard that people miss Oblio and it doesn't mean that they're gone forever right we didn't like we didn't murder Oblio he didn't die at the end of a storyline and can't come back anything's possible in the world right but he's not going to be in Dance Central 2 like I want to be I want to clear up right now that he's not like an unlock character he's not a boss battle yeah they are not in DC and and Elliot and yeah the robot Elliot the robot right they are not in DC 2 um so, you know, keep keep shouting about it in a mm-hmm. in a constructive way and we'll make sure the designers working on the Dance Central franchise know that you guys love those characters mm-hmm. and want want to see them in the future. But uh we can tell you right mm-hmm. now that DC two, you're gonna meet some new characters in the cruise. You're gonna really learn to love them, I think. 
uh, in a similar way. And I think fans of OBO especially, I think, will like the Glitterati a Give lot. Give them a they chance. Are, they are awesome. They are fabulous and hilarious. They are a favorite within harmonics. Yes. You guys are Not to mention... There are some pretty awesome unlockables. Which we have not talked about yet. We're not, not talking at all. about it all. Nope. But yeah, but they you exist. Ha- you haven't met every you haven't seen every character <laughs> that's in uh, every every playable dancer in Dancer. So yeah. Stay tuned. So stay tuned, get excited. But those three are not in DC two. Yeah. But we've heard you and we understand. We listen. We love you. Well, we've heard you. I don't okay. know. I I'd like OBO fine, but I I think I'm glad that we brought the five characters we did over. Yeah. The glitterati are fun. He confuses me with his poetry. When people say things like, I'm not going to buy the game now because Oblio's not in it, that's... <laughs> Oblio would be sad. That's a bridge too far. Yeah, Oblio would be sad. Bridge too far. Well, and I'd love to know, I'd love to know why, because I don't think anyone <laughs> bought Dance Central because Oblio was in it, right? Like, I mean, like, right. you know, so that's the question. Of, like, if, if you bought Dance Central because you wanted to have fun dancing, you probably love dancing. There are still sort of, like, mysterious and intense characters mm-hmm. in DC2, and you can still get that and maybe meet them and find some other stuff you like. But not find the game because one of your characters doesn't carry up. We were talking about fighting games earlier and how, like, you know, you might have, like, a Street Fighter game from version to version will suddenly, like, have new characters added or have a character that's missing and fans will go into uproar. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. But it's like, you know, they're, they're not deleted from the, the entire history of the, the world. So stay yeah. tuned. They still exist within the universe somewhere. It's got all somber and serious now. Yeah. We're talking about well, sorry. really turned a corner <laughs> with that. Holocaust. The Holocaust was great. And now we're talking about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's wrap up. Anyone have any final news or announcements they want to get in? Get Dance Central 2. Yeah, buy Dance Central 2. Pre-order Dance Central 2. Pre-order Dance Central 2 for 400 Microsoft points. Right. Yeah, free Just yelling at people. So if you go to, do you remember the Xbox URL off the top of your head? I don't either. But if you search Dance Central 2 pre-order, you can find an Xbox.com page that actually takes you right to retailers. If you're in the U.S. especially and in Europe, there's going to be a couple participating retailers. Like... Buy, pre-order the game now because you'll get the free. You'll get a token for free for 400 Microsoft points, which lets you transfer your songs from Dance Central One. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, it costs it costs five US dollars. Like that is the cost to export and import those songs into DC Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, relicensing. Relicense them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it's a it's a licensing export fee. So we're not doing it because we hate you. No, uh, we wouldn't do anything because we hate you. That's yeah. not why we make That's games. That's not what we do. Um, but so if you pre-order it though, it goes away, and you're paying the same cost you'd be paying for the game anyway if you bought it not pre-ordered. So buy it today. Do it seriously. Yeah. That's all. And then, yeah, there's going to be a ton of stuff coming up between now and uh, the game actually comes out on October 21st in in Europe. Europe. Yep. So it'll be out very, very soon. And then it comes out in the 25th in America and 27th in Japan. Yep, yep. And Aaron, we've got, by the time of this podcast, we might have 2 million friends on Facebook. We might have 2 million followers on Facebook by the end of today. We are like 5,000 away. It's pretty Um, incredible. Which is unbelievable. We in. we hit one million in March, uh, which is staggering to think that since uh, since March in such a short Seven time months. we were able to like double um, like an already enormous um, user base. Momentum. Um, and at this time last year, I think that we had like just under five hundred thousand something around there. So growing in leaps and bounds. That is awesome. Thank you to everyone for liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter. Um, we'll have links all over the page for that so you can continue to follow us and like us if you haven't already um, and yeah um, if you want to know which artists we've revealed as a thank you for hitting that 2 million milestone you can probably find that front and center on rockband.com or maybe even on facebook.com or rockband where if you don't like us already yep. you should like us now and <laughs> if we haven't somehow hit 2 million by the time this podcast comes out I'll be very disappointed yeah, yeah. yeah. feel pretty good about it yeah Nick announcements what are you doing this weekend 
What am I doing? I don't know. I just got here. What should I do this weekend? I'm uh, playing Gears of War 3. Go play Gears of War with John. Okay, I beat it already, but well, we, can do some, we can do some co-op. We can have them a co-op right, we meeting. Can play co-op. We can right. do a co-op can meeting. A, yeah, and a strategy meeting for PR while we play Gears of War 3. Jessa, um, announcements? Nope. No, I'm going Annette? Apple Picking. Yep. <laughs> Apple Picking. Uh, awesome. Where are you going? Oh, like <laughs> you guys want to know what day I'm going to? We can have like a big. Yes. No, no. Guys, yeah. Small X is the best. <laughs> we are, we're, we're not Small affiliated X. with Small X Farms in any way, shape, or form. Small X? Small X. Small X. Pokemon? No. <laughs> it's a farmer. He's Old a man Small X. What if Mr. Small X is listening, Nick? Mr. Small X and his seven comely daughters. What if he's a little worm inside of an apple who then turns into a giant, like, dragon lizard? It'd be amazing. Someone needs to, like, work The Small X Farms RPG. That said, we do accept apple cider donations from Small X Farms. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Not from random people, though. Like, no. Oh, yeah. That's why I clarified. Draw the apple line. Cider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. John? Uh, no, DC2, DC2, DC2. It's coming Like us soon. on Facebook, facebook.com slash dancecentral. Oh, yeah, we're going to have some really cool stuff to talk about for some Facebook and mobile stuff related to Dance Central very soon. So yes, there'll tuned. be yeah. some really cool stuff there. Exciting things are underway. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.